Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode right here on Be You with Declan Edwards. You are listening to Season 4, Episode 5, and today we're going to be looking at the concept of taking ownership and responsibility for your happiness. Um, It's something that I see a lot of people get caught out by and it ends up meaning that they can't live a truly happy and fulfilled life. Now, whilst this is an important concept throughout this episode, I will be breaking that concept down into really tangible and actionable and practical tips. As always, this show is designed to give you a few little light bulb moments to plant a seed of thought to do something in a short amount of time that you can then go away and expand on, most importantly, implement because Knowledge isn't power. Knowledge that is applied through action is power. So with that said, let's jump straight into today's episode. I'm going to invite you to take a moment to reflect with me at the start of this episode. How often have you said or thought in your life things like, work is making me stressed or those sort of situations or events make me feel uneasy? Or what about my partner doesn't make me feel happy? See, the reason I'm asking this is it's so common in society to hear people using this language. But what this language is, is under-responsible language. It's saying that your work, your partner, different situations, all these external factors are in the pilot seat of your happiness and your well-being in life. And the reason we do this is it it makes it feel safe. There's a lot of vulnerability and discomfort in taking full ownership and responsibility. It is a lot more challenging for us to be in the pilot seat of our life than it is to sit in the co-pilot seat and just coast. But unless we jump in the pilot seat and begin taking ownership and responsibility for our happiness in our life, we're not as able to make change. See, look at those statements. Work makes me stressed. Well, that means as long as you're going to that job you're going to feel stressed. And we gamble our happiness at work on the external factor of work changing. Now, don't get me wrong. I think changing external things in your life, moving towards uh, better relationships, or maybe it's time to change a relationship. Maybe it's time to leave your job. Maybe it's time to get a new job. Yes, that's all important. Yes, it all matters. But what we know from the research is that the external situations of our life only account for about 10% of how happy we feel. 40% of our happiness is determined by how we're responding to those events. And for those wondering, the remaining 50% is genetic and biological. But what this says is how you respond to situations, how you respond to your work, how you respond to the people around you is four times more powerful at determining your happiness than the people, the events, the situations themselves. And this is where taking ownership and responsibility comes in. It's having the wake-up call that the only person who can make you happy is you. And it's funny because we obviously run a happiness accelerator program. We have happiness coaches. We have people work with us to improve their happiness. And sometimes they're taken aback when one of the first things I share with them as they're getting ready to start their journey with us, they go, hey, we can't force happiness down your throat. We can't make you happier. We can create the space, the knowledge, the resources, the support, the accountability, the tools. We can give all that to you, but you've then got to do something with it. I use the analogy of climbing a mountain. If you want to get to the top of the mountain, 
No one's going to climb it for you. Now, you can do things to increase your likelihood of getting to the top of the mountain. Don't get me wrong. But you've got to be the one who's on there taking the steps. And that applies so directly to if you want to be happier in life. You've got to be ready to start taking the steps and doing the hard work to be happier. And when I say the hard work, I mean looking internally. It's recognizing that it's not work that's making you stressed. It's your reaction to work that makes you stressed. It's maybe a lack of boundaries. That's your responsibility. Maybe it's perfectionism and all uh, all or nothing high achiever drive that's leading to stress, anxiety, overwhelm. Again, that's your responsibility to do something about. Now, again, I'll, I'll highlight the difference between fault and responsibility. I'm a huge believer. If you're not happy in life right now, I don't think that's necessarily your fault. I'm a huge believer that nothing is necessarily fault. Fault is blame. Fault is disempowering. Fault doesn't work for anyone. But I'm a huge believer that most of what happens in your life is your responsibility to do something with. You know, a great example of this is if you had a terrible, terrible childhood and upbringing, that is not your fault. And of course, that is going to have an impact on your happiness and your well-being and sense of thriving later in life. It's not your fault that that happened. But what you do with it, how you process it, how you make sense of it, whether or not you get help from a counselor, coach, therapist, psych, whether you try and handle it on your own, like all of that is your responsibility to make decisions around. Another way that we hide from taking responsibility, another way we thrust ourselves accidentally into the co-pilot seat of our lives is by blaming time. If you've ever said, I'm too busy to look after myself, I've got too much on my plate, that is an under-responsible cop-out. You're putting the concept of time in the pilot seat of your happiness. And here's the crazy thing about time. Like, no matter how much you wish for it, you ain't ever getting more of it. No one can get more time. What we want is priorities. We want choice. And that is something that you can take full ownership and responsibility for right now. You can say, hey, it's not a high priority for me to look after myself at the moment. Now, if you can say that out loud and stand by it and be proud of it, shit, yeah, own that. That's amazing. But if you go to say it's not a priority for me to look after myself and my happiness right now, or doing the extra hours at work is more important to me than my own mental health and emotional well-being, if you go to say that and something inside you goes, dude, that is not the life I want to live, that is your subconscious, that's your body, that's your mind giving you a wake-up call to go, hey, this is not how we want to live. And so now you can make a choice. You can go, I'm in the pilot seat. I'm going to redirect this plane. We're going to fly somewhere else. That's not possible when you're blaming time, when you're blaming busyness, when you're blaming other people. And I know that this can be really hard to hear. But I say this to people because I care enough about you to go, whilst you're gambling your happiness and blaming your unhappiness on everything happening around you, you're not going to be able to make change in a meaningful and sustainable way. And I don't want that for you. So how do we start taking ownership and responsibility? We know it's so important now, but how do we actually do it? First of all, watch your language. If you're saying someone makes you feel something, that's under-responsible. That's you being in the the co-pilot seat. You've thrust them into the driver's seat. There's a great saying, nobody can drive you up the wall until you give them the keys to the car we can also watch our language around time if you're blaming time or busyness 
Switch it to owning as a priority, as a choice. And look for obligation-based language. So when we say things like, oh, I have to go to work today, the fact of the matter is you don't have to go to work today. You, you have a choice to literally not show up. Now, is that a good choice? Maybe, maybe not, <laughs> right? But at the end of the day, you could physically, literally choose to not go to work today. But the outcome of that, the repercussions of that may not be desirable. So knowing that you have made a choice for yourself that it is better for you to go to work. Own that choice, dude. Like no one is forcing you to be there. I would say, well, it's not what you have to do in life. You have to eat, sleep, drink water, go to the bathroom. That's about it. And everything past that is a choice. And there's something scary about that because again, it thrusts us into the pilot seat. It makes us recognize that we are making choices every minute of our life that we've got to be able to take ownership and responsibility for. But there's something so liberating about it too. Because when we remind our brain, when we remind our minds that we are actually in the pilot seat of our life, that we do have agency, that we're able to choose, we're able to make change, well, suddenly we realize that the possibilities for our life are a lot wider. And there's something incredibly freeing and liberating about that. Now, like all skills we talk about on this show, this change won't happen overnight. You might have been accidentally, you're probably having realizations now that you accidentally blame a lot on other people, that you accidentally hide and shy away from taking ownership and responsibility for yourself, your happiness, your progress, your life, because you've been gambling it so much on everything outside of your own mind. That's a big realization to have. So first and foremost, congratulations for being here. Well done for having that realization throughout this episode. From here... Be patient and compassionate with yourself. The expectation is not that you go away from this and instantly take full responsibility of your life. Guys, I've been doing this for eight years and I still have moments where I'm under-responsible. I still have moments where I'm not taking ownership of my life. But when you do catch yourself not taking ownership and responsibility, the aim of the game is to gently challenge yourself to step back into that pilot seat. To ask yourself, am I at the pilot seat? Am I behind the wheel right now? Or am I merely a passenger of my own life. One of our freshman year members a couple of years ago said something quite beautiful. She said to me, I don't want to be a bystander on the sidelines in my own life anymore. I want to be on the field. And that means I know I'm going to get hurt. It means I know I'm going to be disappointed. It means I know I'm going to get frustrated. But it also means I know that I can play an active role in my life. I can make change. I can make choices. I can set goals that matter to me. I can pursue them And I can live a much more full and therefore fulfilled existence. So as you go about your day today, please let this be a seed in the back of your mind. Let this be a little thought that lingers. Am I taking responsibility for my life? Am I taking ownership of my own happiness? And if not, I'll invite you to begin stepping back into the pilot seat of your own life your own happiness, and your own journey. As always, I want to thank you for choosing to invest some of your time into yourself. We record these episodes as our gift to the world and as a way of planting those little seeds of thought that may eventually bear fruit and and bear outcomes that make your life happier. We do this fully off our own back. We're not sponsored. We're we're self-funded. We're self-driven. 
And really the purpose of this podcast is to help us take steps towards our bigger vision as an organization of growing global well-being one mind at a time. Now, if you feel that this podcast is helping you grow your mind and be happier, I would love if you could quickly like, subscribe, share, review the podcast. All those things take barely any of your time, but they make a huge difference to us. And of course, make sure you send this through to someone that you think it would benefit. Let them know about the show. Now, speaking of ways to grow your happiness, speaking of ways of growing your uh, well-being, we've always said one of the most important things with your happiness is measuring it. It's a great saying, what we measure, we can manage. So if you feel you're flying blind, we spoke about getting back in the pilot seat of your life today. Now, a pilot doesn't rely on having no data in front of them. Can you imagine a pilot trying to fly and they have no indicators of where their fuel is at? They have no indicators of what's happening with the plane. They have no indicators of how high they're flying. It would be disastrous. That's what a lot of people are trying to do with their happiness. They're flying blind. Now, if you want to make sure you're not flying blind with your happiness anymore, the best way to do that is to complete your happiness scorecard. It is a free resource that we've created. It's evidence-based. It takes seven minutes and it will give you a downloadable seven-page report specific to your happiness. How happy are you now? Why? What are the different types of happiness? How do you rank in them? And most importantly, what are your greatest happiness strengths that you want to double down on and your greatest happiness opportunities that you want to focus on growing? So to do that, make sure you head to www.happinessscorecard.com.au or click the link in the show notes. And as always, until the next time we chat, you know what we do. Make an impact, start with self and be you.